With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, this is Natalie Lander, voice of Kinsey, Tara Brandford, Stargirl, and many others. You are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit W2Mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling. Pickles. Snapchat. Game shows, radio stations, conventions, copyright issues. That's right, it's Sunday night, and you know what that means. It's a hell of an episode of Point of Viewer. As always, right from the couch, I am Viewer himself. Ah, wow, you do have perfect timing, great disembodied voice. Kanichiwa, bitches. I'm still seeing your handiwork. I, yeah, we'll get to that. So, um, someone's had a pretty... God damn it. Speaking of handiwork. Already? Womp, 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 womp. Well... So much for that. Yeah, we well, we were gonna get stroke. We were gonna get. We were gonna get hit on it anyway. Um, like if I if I did it on you or if I did it on me or without the current network situation, we still would have got hit anyway. Um, it's a full block. Wow, I damn like, it. Not not even demonetization or anything. It's a full block. Wow. You know, this gives me an idea that we may have to discuss off air. Yeah. I'm going to have to chip in on it, too. Well, I'll figure something out. Put it that way. Okay. Because you know me. I am the master of figuring things out. Yeah, I mean, given the, some of the results on your special projects and some of the things that you sent my way, you're not entirely wrong. Um, so Kanichiwa bitches to that plan. Yeah. Other than that, it looks like we both had an interesting week this week, haven't we? Uh, yeah, we could, we could say, we could use the word interesting, sure. Well, I mean, I could highlight moments of epic failure, like, oh, I don't know this. Oh, no. Oh no! <laughs> I should have known. Put them on! I should have known. And I'm gonna cut this down, cause holy fuck! I should have known you were gonna break this up, you cheeky fuck. I mean, I'm gonna use my one for the week early. I'm going to use my one for the week early. They should have never gave you niggas Twitch. 
Brian as Modus. I mean, hashtag damn it, Toby. I I I have my. Oh baby. no, I know 100% this was Toby's doing. And you should consider yourself fortunate that I didn't actually go in and delete the VOD. Because I really did consider going in and deleting this VOD. I mean, but, 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 I mean, honestly, if you think about it. Also, that fail was not my fault. I was told to close the damn door. Well. It's not uh, my fault. We had no microphones in that room because they switched the room on us at the last second. Because the original room that we were in was the Wainwrights Union Auditorium, which is an amazing facility with tons of microphones and the most comfortable seats in that whole building. But no way in hell would it have worked for MGHS. Right. There was right. no stage presence, availability, space at all. But I mean, honestly, if you think about it, overall, it seems like it was a very, very educational sort of experience. Oh, no. Here we go. Will. Here we no, go. All no. right, go ahead. Roll the next fucking clip. Well, I wasn't going to because we have a whole bunch of other stuff to talk about, but <laughs> as a character from In Living Color said, now I didn't write a song about that. But I think I could right now. Like to hear it. Here it go. Fuck this up. I'm not gonna hear the end of it. A lot of people. Uh, is it built from scratch? I know if you buy it pre-registered, it has to go through ATF. It has to go through. And yes, this is talking about flamethrowers. I mean, I'm not wrong here. I'm not saying you are. Maybe. 3D printing laws are very up in the air. This is true. <laughs> and that is true. I did mm -hmm. know they Orlando PD shared it on their Facebook. They arrested a guy last year that had a homemade flamethrower and he got convicted on a weapons charge for the flamethrower. Agree. X gets the square. By the way, I can bluff. <laughs> yeah, nice save at the end. By the way, I can bluff. I, I Okay, at least you figured out that that was me trying to save face there. Because I'm sitting there, I'm like, wait a minute, how is that possible? And then he explains the farm equipment mm -hmm. loophole. And I'm like, son of a bitch, I forgot about the farm equipment loophole because this is Florida. There's over, like, 1,200 fucking statues in the state of Florida. If you expect me to remember every single one, plus all of the federal statues, that ain't happening. Well, There's law references for a reason. And, and, also, and also, I never have had to deal with a flamethrower, right? That was not my area of expertise was weapons. That's an ATF thing. Well, I was it, not an ATF guy. And again, completely fair. We already have John I mean, here. they didn't know that, but... <laughs> well, we already have John here, fresh off of a flight from in from Dallas. That gameplay damn close. It did, I, actually. 
yeah, I think that was about the final score, 454-25. Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll have more for about that throughout the show. We will. I'm going to Ron Popeil, everybody. But wait, there's more. Stay tuned. But in the meantime, I have a personal debate of my own that I've been getting into lately. Well, the main disembodied voice would like to do his drink review. Okay. All right. Well, I need something to drink because I am having buffalo chicken tenders. And they're hot. Oh, okay. So this week, as promised last week, we have a fresh out of the refrigerator. You could see the sweat on the can. Regular Nitro Pepsi. Uh, if you remember, we uh, previously covered the vanilla version of this beverage. I believe it was a couple of weeks ago. Um, I've been sitting on these because as I remember, as I mentioned before, I bought a pack of the vanilla. I bought a pack of the regular. And the some bitch Uber driver <laughs> stole my pack of regular Pepsi. So I had to go get another. But uh, we will open this up and see how the regular tastes. So you hear that interesting sound from the nitrogen canister at the bottom of the can activating when you pop the top. It's going to be extremely difficult to show you on camera. But there is a mini nitrogen can, what I can assume is a mini nitrogen canister uh, at the very bottom of the can here that activates when I pop the top open. So here we go. First, first sip. Oh, that is, that's better than regular Pepsi. That's better than, that's better than throwback Pepsi. Did they get the nitro right? Yeah. It is, it is a very smooth consistency. You don't get that tingly feeling of a regular, like, you know, um, carbon, carbon dioxide, monoxide, whatever, infused cola. It, this is, this is the, I, I actually, I think this is the best, like, stock Pepsi I've ever had. Carbon dioxide, that's the carbonation. Yeah. This has got to be the best Pepsi I've ever had. Wow, that, that's mighty high praise there. This is coming from a lifelong Pepsi drinker. I've had was, a lot of different types of Pepsi. I was going to say, there's going to be somebody else with a Pepsi man. Yeah, he was right, dioxide. And I was like, if you're going to make another Pepsi by, man by the way, By the way, to a certain uh, uh, audience participant... There is one on the door in the fridge, chilled, if you would like to go get it. And see for yourself. Oh, that's good. That's, like, dangerously good. Carbon Trinitride? No, nitrogen. No, this is actual nitrogen. It's an actual nitrogen canister at the bottom of this can. Monoxide, dioxide, that's what he was getting at. Oh, okay. Damn, that's good. Hmm. So, um... Pepsi for podcast. 
Excuse me for a moment while you give your drink score after that one. So, overall, I don't give high scores to sodas very often. This is definitely a 98-99, like a 98.5. Easy. Holy shit. That is rare. Yeah. No, I am, like, thoroughly and utterly, like, taken away at how good this is. It's like, I, I, I think I said the same thing with regular Diet Pepsi, mm -hmm. or uh, with regular, with the vanilla nitrogen. Yeah. It's like drinking <sighs> Diet Pepsi without that diet, no sugar aftertaste. Gotcha. You actually get the full flavor of the soda. Well, that's a good thing. Carbon trinitride, CO2, and N2. And yes, that's the hashtag for this portion of the show. Pepsi for podcast. Um, so that's actually a reference to the Pepsi Man video game uh, that was released a uh, long-ass time ago. I'm sure John's going to pop into the comments here with more information because this is uh, his alley. But uh, in that video game, there's cutscenes where there's this guy sitting in a... It's like a, a typical American redneck stereotype, right? And he's sitting in a chair and he grabs a can of Pepsi and he goes, Pepsi for X, right? So in this case, it's Pepsi for podcast. And it's because it's imported from Japan. It's got to be in that English. Not to offend any of our viewers out there, but... I'm sure you understand what I mean. I'm sure for this time they get it. Ah. Alrighty. And that was our drink review. Pat Japan PS1 1999 Mike hey. Butters. John coming in with the uh the factoids for me here. Thank you, John. But to start off on one of my initial topics and something that I found myself in a bit of a situation about this week. Did you actually hear that? Yes. Wow. This microphone is sensitive, yo. <laughs> well, I mean, you've heard the different stuff of my microphone. So I mean, you're not that. wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> So I You're have... welcome. No further disembodiment needed. I apologize for our headphone listeners. I was going to say, where do you stand on pickles? I love pickles. Where do you stand on pickles and tacos? I don't know if I've ever tried that. Now, hear me out. First of all... Inspiration from Snapchat, which we'll also be getting to tonight. Oh, we got a lot to get to tonight. It's been a crazy week. Oh, I mean, I don't know if you noticed in the uh, embodiment portion of the main disembodied voice. I, I have this weird thing on my hoodie that looks oddly <clears throat> that looks oddly <laughs> like a Price is Right name tag. Yes, yes, which, we're which, going which to... will be which we'll be getting to later on in the show. Indeed, we will. That wasn't um, the point. 
I know that wasn't the point, but I do know what's going. I do know what the point is, so I'm going to stall for 30 seconds. Uh, and uh, we, we, I have the <coughs> Price is Right hoodie on. Uh, I'll, we'll, I, I have a picture. We'll show you the backside of it um, in a few moments here. But uh, yes, uh, the Price is Right live came through town, and we'll talk about it here because we ain't going to have time to talk about it in detail on uh, life is like a game show monday nights here on the w2m network tuesday nights tuesday nights well right yeah monday nights is league to the backs or whatever uh which will be back tomorrow and we've got like four weeks worth of we have it fe what feels like an entire off season's worth of content to cram into an episode there's the playoff started today or this weekend um we have hirings, firings, scandals, unprecedented record making happening, uh, or record setting happening. There's going to be a lot to talk about tomorrow. Yes, as John is right, on Tuesday. And yeah, Life is Like a Game Show also has a huge news desk uh, this week as well. So my time to talk about The Price is Right live on Life is Like a Game Show will also be cut short there. So yeah, we're gonna talk about it here. Why? Because I'm half. I'm I am forty nine percent of this show. Damn it. Well, I mean, you're not entirely wrong, but as it was referenced earlier, pickles and tacos go on. I saw this on Snapchat, and it's apparently also a thing on TikTok. Pickles marinating in taco seasoning along with the pickle juice. Okay. Not only did I find that delicious, but I went one better. It was just Friday night, sitting on this very couch. And I was like, I have a hankering for some cheeseburger tacos. I had the taco shells. I had the taco seasoning for another jar of pickles. So I'm like, I have some of the more finer ingredients. Went to the store yesterday. Lean ground beef on sale, diced tomatoes, fine cut four cheese Mexican cheese. I went ahead and I made cheeseburger tacos. The idea came to me to put the pickle on top of the taco, having been marinated in the taco seasoning for a good 24 hours. One of the most delicious fucking things in existence. Yeah, whenever I posted on my various dark media groups, I caught shit on it from people who don't like pickles and people who are wondering about it. And I'm How like, the fuck do you not like pickles? What kind of fucking American are you? Thank you. You are unfucking American if you don't like pickles. Thank you. And Thank you can you. fight me. And for those of you in the NSFW land, you can come fight me at NSFW Andesian. Undergo strict thorough vetting process, etc., so on and so forth. But you Not can true. come fight me. If you, you are not American, process. if you do not like pickles, there I said it. See, see, pickles, motherfucker, pickles. How do you not like pickles? Again, get yourself the spears, marinate those fuckers in taco seasoning. Put take also, out. Don't a... ask me why I have a jar of pickles within arm's reach. As if I was going to. I, I have a little mini like station here. 
uh, where I can make like sandwiches for work, like while I'm at work because I work from home. Fair. I don't oh. get a lot of time during my break, so I can just like make the sand. I grab the cold cuts out of the fridge, make the sandwich right here. Bam, done. Apparently, I need to have a conversation with a chef friend regarding pickle recipes in this. Oh, yes, the Geisha pickles. And yes, you can indeed send your hate mail to s.garmer at gmail.com. Mr. Hate Mail himself has been showing up around these parts more often. So be like our good friend from Lilacs, Marty Bass, and make yourself known. Did he really just pull a hate mail plug from the Facebook comment section? Yes. And it was actually well-timed with good comedic impact? Yes, it was. Can you, like, check the blinds behind you to make sure that the four horsemen of the apocalypse aren't coming? Sky's a little bit torn, but I think we're good. <sighs> and also Robert Hagen chiming in. Another good oh, now, now the, the, I will fight any motherfucker. Who, who says that they don't like some deep-fried pickles. I Especially love deep-fried pickles. Now, the, the, the secret, the secret to good deep-fried pickles, though, is you gotta have jalapeno ranch. See, that's the part where I disagree. I go with regular ranch with deep-fried pickles. I mean, okay, regular ranch is fine, but you really want, like, a good, like, hot, like fried pickle experience. You need deep, you need, like, some sort of, like, Jalapeno ranch, spicy ranch, or, fact, like a, even... or like a blackened ranch from Popeyes. That might work. Okay. Um, I think I have to go get it out of the kitchen. I don't think I have it over here anymore. Um, Hidden Valley came out with a spicy ranch seasoning mix Ooh. that can be used to make actual ranch. Oh. Um. I have not tried that with fried pickles yet, but I imagine it is going to be delicious if I do. <laughs> um, and apparently you do have someone who wants to fight you. They'll give you four seconds. And Robert chiming in, Chipotle. That could also work. Oh, I love Chipotle. Like, I mean, that's what I put on my sandwiches. I have this lovely craft Chipotle aioli that I get at Walmart. I love Chipotle. So, I mean, at least I know that I am not alone. And no, you are not alone in this. I will I will fight. I will give anybody four seconds if they and, don't like pickles, especially fried pickles. Mm -mm. And again, that is like, I am not pregnant. I am not a woman because I know that's like the number one craving for women for some reason is pickles. But I could honestly sit down and eat like, you know, those like like five pound catering trays. Mm -hmm. You give me one of those full of fried pickles, I'll eat at least half the fucking tray. Like, honestly, I just, I love fried pickles that much. Oh, good, good. Chipotle Ranch changes everything. Agreed. Absolutely. And again, you don't even need it fried. Just put the pickle spear right on top of the meat, especially prepared like I did. That was a delicious fucking taco. And next time my nephew comes over, which might be in a few days, especially since it's his birthday coming up, I'm going to teach him how to make it in this time using turkey meat as well instead of ground beef. Damn, that's still good. <laughs> 
but, but, but that that was one of my main things. Now, and is this the same taco meat that you cooked in the avocado oil that I told you about? Yes. Because that's kind of important. You have to make that clarification there. Because, yeah, you know, it's going to be a little bit of different different flavor. Yeah. You use a regular, like, extra virgin olive or a vegetable oh. oil or something like that. I, I specifically use the avocado oil for this lean ground beef. Because I was like, I had it for the grilled cheese upon your recommendation. I'm going to give it another shot. You didn't like it with the grilled cheese? I loved it with the grilled cheese. That's why I'm giving it a shot with this. Oh, okay. The way you said that made me think that I missed something where you said no. you didn't like it with the grilled cheese. No, it was a it was a hit. It was six runs. Six runs. Six runs. You technical bastard. Don't give me the fucking don't give me that wide. Don't give me that wide gesture. Actually, this is a wide. Wait, but is we'll that the get no to ball? Yes, we'll get to the difference. Okay, don't give me the no the don't give me the no ball gesture, you motherfucker. You <laughs> technical sub bitch. They should have never gave you Twitch. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, I do expect a full sandwich review for the Nielsen ratings. Oh, I you, you and I both know the place that he's gonna go to. Mm-hmm. Cause it is is it still open though? Because they only got the one location off of MLK by the airport. Yeah, because that's the only one as far as I know. Because the other ones are closed, especially the one that was near me. That's yeah, I was, we were there the last week that they were open. We have a menu from the Fort Caroline one. Oh, what a shame. I mean, the apartments over there that are there now are nice, but still. So they did raise it to build apartments. Yeah. Damn. I know. That and you got another just up the way, another damn Dollar General right next to a family dollar. Literally walking distance between the two. That's usually they 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 like to spring up right next to each other because I don't know why, but they're main competitors and they are like, nope, we're going to be right across the street from our main competitor. Like, that's good business sense. But anyway... As we previously had mentioned, the uh, vetting process in the dark media. I'm going to say this out right out out. Fuck Snapchat. Snapchat and I are on the outs. I, I, I honestly, I have been, I have like been on the out with Snapchat. I use my Snapchat. Honestly, I maybe put up two or three snaps a year. Well, I mean, from like, mine. I don't, I just, I don't find the, like, some of the filters are kind of cute and or funny, but just the, the platform as a whole, I, I just don't like it. Well, I mean, it's not even just the platform as a whole in a technical sense. They're personally starting to make my life miserable. You know how many models I have known that have just been banned? Not just regular banned. Straight out, I-P-I-M-E-I, they have had to go out and get new phones banned yeah. just this past week. It's like six. Seriously. Oh, just because you think you're big and bad. This and is why you get track phones for these sort of things. Oh, well, yes, capabilities and yada, 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 and all of that. I get it. Number one, Telegram is better. Number two. Oh no, I don't disagree. I've I've dabbled into Telegram, but I do like that. I do like that platform. 
and I am not- just as as you're kind of know because you know me pretty personally. Mm-hmm. I am not a social media person, right? Just in general, right? Like the honestly, the 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 platform I engage on the most is Discord. Hmm. Which and has really, its benefits. Really, that's about it, right? Mm-hmm. Like I I'm not really. I have a Facebook. Yeah. I have the Twitter. I use the honestly, I use the Twitter to live tweet league matches and like major league events. Um, I tried to live tweet the prices right live until they gave us a very big, eerie, ominous warning of if we catch you with the cell phone out, you're getting kicked out. Fair. Um, which makes sense because stage show, and I'm pretty sure they reuse the prizes. Mm hmm. Um, and the pricing games. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, uh, I, it was, uh, yeah, I, I, I barely use my Twitter. I, I have Facebook to keep in touch with certain friends and family that I know will never get on Discord. Mm-hmm. Um, I barely email. So, yeah, no, I'm just, I'm not a social media person. I probably have accounts on every social media platform imaginable that you can name and think of. Doesn't mean I use them on a regular basis. Exactly. And I mean the three that I use on a regular basis more often than anything. Email, mostly for work. Discord, for the network and because it's easy to use. And Telegram, because, and I've encouraged everybody... If you're banned on Snapchat, go over to Telegram. And I, I know even... models who are doing that jump as well, so I'm not shocked. Well, not all you know models. I've helped models make that jump. I have been consulted as far as different bots to use, how to set up links between premium channels, chat groups, getting into different networks, all of that stuff. See, that's me just on Discord. Exactly. But. See, that's your area of expertise. Telegram is mine. And seriously, you think you're all big and bad because you're publicly traded and you help contribute to the Wilshire 5000. Ooh. Never forget Wilshire 5000. The I know it's a stock thing like Fortune 500 or whatever, but Well, Fortune 500 isn't actually a stock thing. It's the list of the 500 wealthiest people in the united states the wilshire 5000 is a stock thing literally a combination of the most publicly traded stock companies you can find there are literally while 5000 it's a bit of a misnomer there are as of the end of last year 3637 publicly traded companies that are listed on the Wilshire 5000 index. So if you ever want to know how the stock market is doing as a whole and market cap as a whole, look at the Wilshire 5000. At any point from when it first became live in 1980 to today, one point of movement up or down has represented anywhere from one to $1.2 billion in total market cap of all of the companies listed on the exchange. 
That is very interesting. Yeah, I happen to find... I do apologize. Mm -hmm. I heard 75% of that. Uh Uh-huh. Because the other 25% of that is now in a current moral conundrum of if I should send a certain you-know-who a certain link to a certain something we're doing right now. Uh, is this a particular one we discussed? Yes. Because I did mention that I do do the podcast thing. (laughs) There are a lot of implications here at the moment. (laughs) Oh, yes, there are. A lot of which we happen to discuss off air. And uh, the way you're looking like, you know... (laughs) I, I need to set some ground rules and remind you of some certain blackmail material that I have. And, well, we aren't exactly capable of doing that on air right now. I mean, I know of the existence of exactly what you're talking about. I have stated, break glass in case of mischief. I might not. But if certain trend lines happen, I might. It is to be determined. Not quite to the level of a sword of Damocles hanging over your head. But... (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Again. To quote a certain someone who we discussed on a previous episode of Life is Like a Game Show, the choices are yours and yours Yours alone. alone. Good luck. Legends of the Hidden Temple, deep dive available in the archives here on the W2M Network. (laughs) Um, Do you want to get some early fee plugs out of the way for a moment? Naturally, as we've still got a lot to talk about, but for those of you who happen to be watching live, Facebook, facebook.com slash W2M network, twitch.tv slash W2M net, twitter.com slash W2M network. We love and appreciate you. Like, follow, do whatever, push those buttons, click those things. We greatly appreciate it. YouTube and us are all in the outs. There's been some things that have happened that we'll get to, but we're still on YouTube. YouTube.com slash W2M Network. I mean, we, we, we can, we'll, we'll, we'll break the news here in detail since Radulich went into it in lesser detail earlier on air. Yeah. And to answer your question, yes. Yes. Um, I won't take those specific exits. Things along a similar highway, however, could be traveled. I'm just saying, I have credentials to the stream yard. Mm -hmm. And I have a certain, I have certain materials. Mm -hmm. And that may come up on the next point of viewer. Okay, I'm just, you know, I, <laughs> I love you, how you're looking around. You're you're getting like how I get when I get into one of these sticky wicked situations. You're like, God damn it, this this sub technical sub bitch, I swear to god, I'm gonna look. 
It, it, this is a test match, sir. I will pull a Craig Brathwaite, and I will face 954 balls if I have to in order to get my team over the line, okay? I mean, I, I mean, I'm I will okay defend with defend and defend and defend. If Look, necessary. I'm I'm there with you. Like, don't fucking get me wrong. Just time and place. Like I said, it's sometimes if the moment calls to hit a six, I'll hit one. If the moment calls for me to defend and get a dot ball, I will do that. If the field is set up just perfect. And I can go off deep cover for a good single. I'll do that too. I am flexible. I'm gonna just. <laughs> I want to go like ninety-two different ways with that joke, <laughs> and just <laughs> no, no. See now, now you know how I feel in certain moments on other podcasts. Trust me, where you I tell do. Me Trust myself. me, I know because I see it in your face. Hmm. You don't exactly have a good poker face at times. No, admittedly, I don't. This is why I'm a three-card poker man, not Texas Hold'em. But I had to get that out of the system real quick and do not even quite a full rant, but it's like, seriously. And yes, in case you were wondering, the Wilshire 5000 index currently stands at, I think, what, just over 49,000? So the total market cap of all of the companies listed, which is pretty much every publicly traded company except for penny stocks and your small cap businesses, if you were to round an account for those, you're looking at a $50 trillion combined valuation. Um, Are you actually researching this as I'm saying I'm trying it? to pull up. I'm trying to pull up the index right now. Uh, yeah, 4580371. They're up 197.04.43%. As of Friday at closing time. So, yes, on Friday, there was a total of a $193 billion increase in total market cap. And the total market cap of all the companies on it is just shy of $46 trillion. So if you're looking at the entire stock market in general, you're probably looking at 46 on the button, give or take. I'll, I'll, I'll accept that math coming from the master of, or one of the two masters of numbers here on the W2F network. Yeah, because I, I'm sorry, I can't discredit Nielsen there. No, no, you're not discrediting him. And as we all know, you are someone who was mentioned a lot of times that you I like, like my math done for me. Yes, of course. As we mentioned a similar moment, like with this. Um, uh, I set you up for it. Quadratic formula. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Agree or disagree? Agree. You fool! <laughs> That's Pythagorean theorem. The opposite of B plus or minus the square root of B squared minus 4AC all divided by 2. So, so you want to know what was going through my head when they asked me that? Go on. 
I knew that it was a square root. I knew there was a square root operation in there, right? <laughs> but I couldn't remember the specific order of the operate the operatives or the terms terms there we go yeah that's what i'm looking for right the different variables would be terms right yeah, yes technically. okay thank you because yeah, technically they're remember. not the variables themselves right i couldn't uh, yeah i couldn't remember the turn like what order the terms go in it within that square root and what the square root like you know the two x on the end there so i'm like fuck it i'm just gonna bluff him with the with the with the pythagorean theorem so i i i, 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 I it was late i was in pain it was the second half of the show i might as well have been drunk i mean okay somewhat understandable but again it, 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 that was all... like the end of a 13 hour day well, we have our moments. We all have our moments. Yeah, no, I'm sitting here like, okay, I know that there's a square root in that. I know there's like a, a 2A and a negative X. And like, I'm tr I'm sitting there like the, the terms are like slowly coming into my head. And I'm like, okay, I'm taking way too long to try to remember this. I'm just going to bluff them with Pythagorean theorem. Well, it, it, the problem it, is, is when I, when I like, they got so used to me being wrong about everything that when I sold the bluff, that they really should have said, no, he's wrong. They bought the bluff and got it wrong anyway. I mean, again, you're not entirely wrong. <laughs> Yeah, I was just double-checking something there. Now, as far as the other things tonight, as far as your misery and things going on in your realm, before oh. we get into the last bits of your weekend in general, there was a specific rant that you had about terrestrial radio and one of your stations as i put it for your more formative years going off the air yeah so apparently uh the long and short of this uh or the long and short of the setup anyways uh is that orlando there's an fcc limit you can only own five radio stations in a given market yeah there was some mergers and shit happened uh, that was, I think, technically pre-pandemic. I don't remember the time frame for sure. Um, which put uh, Cox Radio Group or Cox Media Group um, with six stations in the Orlando market. Uh, and they pretty much had to choose one of two. They were basically told by the FCC, okay, you have to divest one of these two stations. Mm-hmm. They picked Power 95.3 FM. But, but, but why that one? I don't know. I think it's a dumb choice uh, because now it leaves uh, XL 106.7 FM as the sole contemporary hit radio station in the Orlando market, which is frankly shocking that you don't uh, Orlando being such a big market that it is and has supported like at one point in time, three contemporary hit stations now down to one. Um, but the station got bought out 
by a Spanish-owned company uh, and is more than likely going to be making... I don't. I haven't been able to hear the actual terrestrial signal because um, they connect or they continued power as a digital only stream they have an app and it's being carried as a digital sub channel in a jockless format um which if you don't know what that means it means they don't have djs basically like how they do with jack fm um they continue continuing it with a, as a jockless format as a sub channel on one of their other owned fm stations which just isn't the same um but it it, power 95.3 started off as party 95.3 in 94 they made the jump uh and rebrand to power sometime in the early 2000s um they were a hip-hop r&b station um pretty much all through high school, they were the number one station that like everybody listened to. And I have made it no secret. I went to an all-black, inner-city, poverty-stricken high school that was the worst high school in the state of Florida. Literally. I'm not bullshitting you. When I got there in 2005, my freshman year, the state had or the school had already gotten two F grades in a row from the state. They would get a third F grade, which put the can't, which put the uh, school in danger of being closed down by the state, and the Orange County School Board was going to be forced to turn the school into a magnet school because they weren't going to let a hundred million dollars in renovations that had been completed the year prior, with literally brand new campus everything, go to waste. Well. This is right now an amalgamation of both kind of similar things that have happened to me because I had my station. Not everybody listened to it because I. this is the time to where I spent most of high school back in the DMV. For those of you uneducated, D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. I had and I still do have a lot of family up there. But I didn't listen to a lot of D.C. 101, even though they still aired Howard Stern in the mornings at the time. I found what, to me, a better alternative rock station. Tells you the kind of people I grew up around. But I found that better, and it was WHFS 99.1 FM out of Baltimore. Loved their morning show. I still, to this day, they signed off the air, turned into a Spanish-language station a couple years after I left. This was 02. Because I came back down here my senior year. I still wonder to this day. And I've never been able to get the answer to this question. And for those of you who listen to HFS. And if you were lucky enough to go to HF Festival. Their big annual concert that they had every year. Kudos to you. I never figured it out from all their morning show. If Naked Nubile Natalie and Amber the Lesbian Queefer ever hooked up. It's been one of those questions that's been on my mind for 20 fucking years. It's probably going to plague me until I die. I've accepted this, but I don't like it. That and the fact that the school that I went to during those three years, uh, Forestville High School, also after I left, because they had a huge reputation 
we had one of the best attendance rates in Prince George's County. Our principal, both of our principals, really mentioned and thrived on this. On any given day, even though we were a tiny school, only about 900 students, on any given day, we had over 90% attendance. Which you would think to translate is a good thing. Over half of the school could did not have a 2.0 GPA. Yeah, no, we had that same problem. Our our fail or our uh, graduation rates were in the can. The state assessment pass rates were definitely in the can. Um, no, it was it was bad the whole way around. Uh, it ended up forcing our principal to resign. Low Phillips. I know you'll never see this, uh, but you were a hell of an awesome principal. Oh yeah, my missed... first principal was wonderful woman. I missed the book club. I wish you hadn't retired because Bridget Williams. You know that old saying where your mama said, if you can't say something nice, don't say it at all. Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave it at that. Gotcha. Yeah. Forestville High School, after I left, became Forestville Military Academy. And down here, I went to Terry Parker High School, which is the same also, school my sister graduated our... from. What, hmm? what's what's the Twitch handle again? Is it W2Mnet or is it W2M Network? W2M Net. Okay. But all oh, the school, my sister graduated from there. It was great. My senior year, it was great. But the new principal, who it was her first year on the job, a couple years after I left, it found out they went down the tubes and I've got to check because they're in a similar situation minus the renovations, but in becoming a magnet school in order to try to rebound. So believe me, I know where you were coming from in that regard. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Dr. Williams is never going to see this podcast. Just because it's one of those things. I would be surprised. I did not like Dr. Williams. Dr. Williams did not like me. There was a mutual animosity there. You've known me for the better part of half of my life, which is 15 years, give or take. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, out of anybody that I know, would know that I do not levy accusations of racism lightly. No, that's never been your thing. The Dr. Williams was racist. Plain and simple. My entire rest of my high school time there, I felt discriminated against and targeted by the administration because of the fact that I was the sole white kid out of place in a poverty-stricken Title I lower middle class high school it's not your fault though so i i get which is funny which is funny because you know what fuck it i'm gonna go into a little bit of a rant here and and get a little personal the only reason why i went to this school because i did have options right Mm -hmm. the superintendent knew me pretty well 
I was always an extremely high performer on the, uh, whatchamacallit, on the FCAT assessment test, right? Yep. Glad so, I only had to took, take that fucker once. I wish I had been so lucky. Um, no, they introduced that some bitch when I was in third grade, and I was the pilot class for it. My graduating high school class was the first class that took it from the year that it was incepted to their graduation. Well, I'll be glad that you didn't have to take things like the CTDS test. May that rest in pain. But Ronald Blocker, greatest superintendent to ever head a school district, much less Orange County Public Schools. I have nothing but extremely high praise and adoration for that man. An excellent school administrator and the kind of civil servant that you just don't see in America anymore. Pretty high praise, especially given your history. He comes to me and my parents and says, look, Jones is in trouble. We know Brian going to Jones. One, it would be good for him. He can, you know, I think he's smart enough and resilient enough to learn from the adversity of, of Jones's racial composition. They didn't put it in those words, but it's effectively what he said. Kind of an in-between-the-lines sort of a deal. Um, it basically said, look, we want, it, we want Brian to go to Jones because we know he'll single-handedly raise the school's percentage points by at least one or two. Because Sweet. my FCAT scores were that good. Sweet. Fuck. There were several years where I scored, and this is where you and John both get to laugh if he's still up and awake and listening. I scored top 10 in students in the entire state of Florida on reading and mathematics assessment multiple years. Well, I mean... This is I've out of like tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of students in the state. Well, I mean, granted, they didn't have like specific measurements of that for the FCAT, but when I did take my other standardized test, really up until high school, because I didn't care, I had like perfect scores across the board. Yeah, was, no, like I so legitimately I, I, I get that. scored very high on the FCAT assessments. Damn. There we go. Got him. Yay, I'll have a week off to do a deep cleaning of this place soon. I can actually spray all these crevices and get these damn bugs out of here. Um, I was going to say something for a split second about spraying things in crevices, but please continue. But yeah, no. Um... That's the reason why I went to Jones. And I don't regret the decision. If I had to go back and do it again, I'd do it in every lifetime and every timeline. I absolutely loved my high school experience. There <laughs> were some... <laughs> there, there were some times where... Just for our audio listeners, real quick. Hello, monkey work. <laughs> I hope you're not who I think you are. Well, I mean, proving the world is mostly flat. There's a lot of different jokes that I can make in that regard. 
Uh, the world is mostly water, right? And it's not carbonated. Um, oh, Lord. We might have to get a special non-Bob Barker kind of facepalm thing in the near future. No rush, but for moments like that. Anyways, continue. But yeah, no, I, I, I go back and do high school over and over again. Um, and no, that isn't who I think it is. So hello, monkey work. Welcome to the channel. Um, <laughs> welcome to the show. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I enjoyed high school. I did not enjoy the big giant target on my back, but it is what it is. I dealt mm -hmm. with it. It led to an expulsion, which is a story we'll cover another time. Okay. Um, needless to say, and, and this still applies to, you know, people who know me now, and I think people who know me now will vouch for this. Don't ever piss me off. That's especially very if valid. I ever, especially if you've pissed me off to the point where I decide to choose violence. No, Knowing you the way I've known you, that's a very fair assessment. Long story short, I threatened uh, my dad. My mom went to the hospital the night before my birthday. Mm -hmm. My dad forced me to go to school on my birthday while I was tired because I had been at the hospital all night long beforehand. And it was my birthday. We had a substitute in one of my classes and one of the kids to uh to, to to use the vernacular tried me the wrong way. Oh. And well Papa ain't raised no bitch. So uh what ended up happening is I told him that I would shove a hand grenade down his throat. And because of my position within ROTC at the time the the principal overblew it, overblew the referral that the substitute wrote, um, and was like, "Yeah, nope, we're expelling you." And thankfully, I did not get fully expelled uh, because one, I was friends with the superintendent, and two, uh, my dad still had connections in the school district because my dad worked as an area maintenance superintendent. Uh, for the school board for like 20-something years. Hashtag friends in high places. Uh, so instead of actually getting fully expelled and having that show up on my you know permanent record and everything, I ended up getting sent to a diversion school. Which, honestly, if I had to do that again, I wouldn't mind doing that either. That was not as bad as you think it was. Because they always threatened us with this one particular diversion school here in Duval County, Maddie V. Oh, and I was like, we we had two, and one was CEP, which was Community Education Program. The other one, which nobody ever fucking knew about, because it was less intimidating, was called Excel. And I got sent to Excel which was basically a diversion program for kids who got expelled but were low risk, I guess you could say. So basically, if we were to equate this, it would be similar to like a white-collar prison, a club-fed type yeah. deal. Yeah, basically, yeah. Like, 
I'll put this in 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 terms that I will probably the only person that is going to understand unless you happen to be from like Orange County Public Schools, right? If you got sent for violent offenses, right? You were going or if you got expelled for truancy, like attendance truancy or anything mm -hmm. violent, you were going to CEP. If you got expelled for well, any other bullshit. Like, notably, I I actually got became very good friends with the girl while I was there. Uh, I'm still friends with her to this day, Cheyenne. She got expelled because she got caught giving a guy a blowjob in the toilet. Which is an automatically expellable offense. It's a level four offense. They sent her to Excel instead of, instead of CEP or outright expulsion. Because it's like low risk. Basically, it's a it's a you did something to the level of expulsion, but you are unlikely to do it again. We still had metal detectors we had to go through. We still had a dress code, which uh, for the gentlemen we had to wear suits and ties every day. Um, and for the girls they had to wear like business professional. Um, the restrooms were monitored. We had to go to, you know, the classrooms all had cameras in them. You know, there was a security guard, like. In a weird way, it's the typical American high school today. Much as I hate to have to say that. Much as I hate to have to say that. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, no, it was, and it, 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 even more so the confidence in us, like not reoffending, right? Right. The place where this building was located, and unfortunately it's not located there anymore. They, they raised the building and it's now a Wawa. Um, the district area superintendent's office was on the first floor our school was on the second there was maybe 50 60 100 kids at most okay we had the whole second floor there were district area offices on the first floor yeah I would like to believe part of the reason why my superintendent didn't, or why, why my principal didn't like me very much. She got demoted. Oh, she was an area superintendent that was so successful at turning around bad schools. They demoted her back to principal. Oh, and sent her back in to turn around a very badly failing school. Oh, and she ouch. was enjoying a nice, cushy, you know, school board office gig. Well, yeah, I'd be pissed at the school board. I wouldn't be pissed at someone like you. Well, kid who is too smart for his own good, question mark. I dealt with that. Being Not so the... much being the golden boy savior of the school. Yeah. I... Or at least for at least for the people that were in the know knew that the that one of the reasons why I was there was 
literally just law of averages. Yeah. My score was so high that it would just by nature boost the average of the school as a whole. It was very shady pool, but it was legal. Technically, yes. I mean, especially in a state here like Florida where busing is very commonplace. So understandable, you know, gaming the system. Besides, when you have someone of your particular caliber, your particular intelligence, there's a lot of things that you would know and still do, and you have some stuff in handy. You see what I'm saying? You kind of know the game a little bit. You know why I host the match This is so. how we always do this show, and this is how it almost always turns out. So, which is a funny Usually, when we're not on our college campus, there's a bit more uh, lubrication involved. Yeah. Of the beverage variety. Yeah, that would have been so fun. <laughs> yeah. College campus is very like hit and miss on the liquor laws. Yeah, it depends on what campus you're going. Um, Shout out to Peppa Buns, by the way. Yes. I'm going to take a stab in the dark here. I'm going to say Black Widow. Black Widow as the new... Because I'm pretty Captain sure she was like the America. focus of... I am so far behind on MCU shit. Like... Disagree? There are people in, in, in my Dragon Con friend circles that would probably shun me to death for this. But... I'm not even mad, honestly. I mean, uh, and, and honestly, for that, I am going to say this. I'm going to pull a damn it, Toby, because you got very, very lucky. <laughs> you got very lucky. I got lucky or damn it, Toby got lucky? No, you got lucky. Oh. Damn it, Toby did not. What did damn it, Toby do or not He's do? He sent a couple of clips twice, and I was going through them. He oh. Didn't, he didn't send the clip of the cricket question, and he didn't even send that entire clip so I could get proper context. Oh, fine. I'll go get you the clip of the fucking cricket question. Well, I mean, since we're on that topic anyway, how was the rest of your week in the Swamp Con and other experience that you had? Um, SwampCon was a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know how, I don't, I'll be honest with you, I don't remember last week's episode. So I don't remember how much I talked about SwampCon or not. Only a bit, because it was late and you threatened to go ahead and delete things. Because I mentioned that I was going to have some stuff ready. We were ranting about other things as well. I mean, that does not surprise me as I try to get John out of my ear here. Because um, the stream automatically popped open. Okay, where is I mean, the I did say, and you did, we did discuss the potential for you having to download your own embarrassment. I was going to save you from that, but again, hashtag damn it, Toby. Uh, I don't think that clip actually exists. I know that clip doesn't No, no, no. I mean, I'm looking at the at our clip dashboard on the Florida Whammy Twitch because I'm logged yes. into it right now. Yes, he didn't make that clip. I thought he did, and he just didn't send it to you. No! All the clips he sent to me, but some of them he sent twice. 
Well, there's only like five. So, yeah, all together, I only got for the number of unique ones three. Well, four. Let me. Yeah, I got four. The flamethrower, epic fail, you fool, and someone show this dragon con, which again, he fucked up that one, so if there's a fifth clip, I don't have it. Toby can't the man had one job. One job. I'm gonna see if I can find it. But uh, with that, um, so while you're finding that, and I'll give you a break before we discuss prices right live, because after that, we'll be pretty much ending the show and everybody. Oh, well, anyways, I, I, I've got to, I, I, I got to finish up the, um, the thing about power, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So power 95.3. Uh, they, they did have a couple of format changes, right? They ended up changing to contemporary hits off of hip-hop R&B in, like, 2018. Um, but all throughout high school, they pretty much, it was it. Like, they were the radio station that everybody listened to. Mm-hmm. Um, they would come to our campus. They did all sorts of community events. They did this big, giant-ass, like, block party thing downtown. Why is there some 758 fucking... Okay. Uh, they used to do this big giant block party called Kaya Orange in downtown Orlando. It was basically like a street concert uh, where they would close down Orange Avenue, which is the main thoroughfare. <coughs> Far away and... from Kaya Ocho in Miami. Yeah, exactly. Um... I don't know. They just it. They were a cool ass network. They had a they had a hilarious morning show. Um, they they had a DJ named Carmen who would do these like prank Carmen calls, and it was in like this like Spanish ghetto voice. And it was usually like some sort of like weird like fucked up relationship kind of prank call too. I don't know. I'd have to like try to find a archive of one yeah, maybe something like that definitely very commonplace with the kind of morning shows at the time of which i found out down the road and i was like well i'll be damned all but, of them i got farmed out but um the biggest thing was though my freshman year of high school they actually came to our campus and they did a giveaway thing right like you answer some questions or something um you win a prize and i won a copy and this was like you know this is 2005 i have to you know put some put some context here mm -hmm. i won brand new sierra's like brand new album goodies won a cd copy of that and i won a cd copy of twista's kamikaze which has his uh, infamous um, overnight celebrity track. Right. That one. I may be humming slightly off key there, but... 
Um, but yeah, no, there's so I have so many memories of just like doing things and that station was on in the background, whether it was at school, whether I was driving, whether I was out with friends. Uh, I remember times coming back from like doing band stuff with the marching band. They had that just going on full blast uh, on the on the school bus or the tour bus on the way home. Again, my 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 school bus driver played it on the radio every morning uh, as you know we were doing the route to go to school. I just I have a lot of memories and to see the 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 station and the format die kind of sad right it's kind of like the end of it it's an end of an era kind of thing like i said just like for me and hfs i get that entirely i do so also rest in peace erica roman very popular dj she died in a tragic car accident in the turn on the turnpike down in no man's land kind of south of Osceola County heading toward Miami. Um she hit and struck a couch that fell off of somebody's truck and in trying to avoid hitting the couch she swerved her car overcorrected the steering ended up doing a barrel roll and landing in a retention pond, like a flood retention pond kind of thing, upside down, and died instantly on the scene. Hold on. Hold on. An actual... And this was like 2008. Yeah, an actual couch. And here's the kicker. They found out who the couch belonged to. It was an assistant district fire chief of Osceola County. He actually came forward and turned himself in. I'm not going to say it because it's tragedy, but you know damn well the line that I really want to say. Not going to out no, of No, no, go, go ahead. Go ahead, because she was that kind of... I think she was that kind of woman where she would have laughed at that. Man, fuck your couch! Never... Wow! <laughs> and you can't buy another one because he ain't a rich motherfucker either. Jesus! Yeah, very, very dearly beloved radio DJ, heavily involved in the freestyle music genre scene in Orlando and Miami. Just a very tragic loss. Seriously, straight out of a thousand ways to die. Damn. (laughs) And I actually have my own story about dealing with crashing into couches. Which I know I've told you before, just why I hate going over bridges. Yeah, I completely understand. But we'll save that for another week. Definitely, because you've got, well, now two more things to sort out. One of them, the other half of your weekend. And I don't know why you waited until that late to message me about needing any sort of mojo. Especially when I couldn't get the message. I, I look, I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm like, okay, we're at intermission, and they still haven't called my name. And I am on. Fi- I was on fire, man. I was Ted Slossoning the fucking like everybody in the audience around me. I was getting the pricing games right, the one bids right. Like I, I was shouting out facts about the show. 
Like people were looking at me like, oh God, this guy knows his shit. Mm-hmm. So no, I was on a roll, man. Like you put me up on stage, I probably would have won four out of the six pricing games. I don't know if I would have got clock game because, and it was kind of tragic. Price is right live. The contestants are selected 100% at random. Yeah. There's no contestant screening, which honestly I think they should have. Completely agree. Uh, it is literally you walk up, you hand them your ID. If you have a valid ID, then you are entered and eligible to play. They got this lovely, and, and, and what I'm about to say, I mean, no offense towards anyone or any person or any, this is not discriminatory or anything. Because uh, somebody will probably try to be offended and send hate mail to s.garmer at gmail.com. Thank you, Marty. For clock game, they got this lovely elderly Polish lady. Oh, boy. Who's, who English was not her first language. I have a funny story about that that I'll have to explain more off-air. A model friend of mine. And she had only been stateside for like six years. Okay. Clock game is a game where you gotta move quickly. Mm-hmm. She did not move quickly. Oh, boy. She was struggling with like... She's saying 694, 695, like that kind of, instead of 695, 696, 697, 698, 699. Right? She's going like 695, oh. 699. Right? I felt so bad for her. The whole audience did. But yeah, she, she unfortunately lost. I had it on the money, right? Like I had mm -hmm. it straight on the money. Um, I don't know what the second price of the second thing was because we didn't get to it, but I, I got the first one. I, I had it. Um, so I would have at least got one part of clock game, but she missed out on a trip to Vegas. Oh, ouch. Yeah. The first one was for a cordless Makita tool set. It was four ninety nine. That was the first. The second one was a knockoff uh, Roomba vacuum, probably like three twenty nine or something. Mm hmm. Um, I had cliffhangers almost dead on every single. I think I would have probably been off like ten dollars. Mm hmm. Out of the three, three, uh, three prizes for cliffhangers. Um. The folks in the audience around me were looking at me weird because when they uh, yodely guy starts climbing, right? The audience is clapping along rhythmically. I'm sitting there actually yodeling the yodely guy song. Because, of course, I know the yodely guy song. Yeah, I think I did some of the yodely guy song when we covered it on Price is Right Month. Yes. Um... But yeah, no, it, again, I would have killed on that show, but alas, it wasn't meant to be. So third time in, third time out, third time was not the charm. And on top of that, you know, you go ahead and play it. I know you got to go steal it from Lilacs. Go ahead and play it. 
Well, I'm not going to go ahead and do the whole thing. Besides, I just was clicking a whole other button and for something else. Gotta move that trash can, I swear. Um. Yeah, no, on top of that, I did not get to beat Bob Goen. He, the man, like, poofed out of there faster than the genie in Aladdin. Yeah, that... I was sad. It the, the announcer was very nice to try to go backstage to his dressing room to see if he was there. Because uh, Bob Goen made a joke in between some pricing games. Because, you know, they got to have some filler time for the stage crew to rearrange the stage and all that. Um, he starts talking about Blackout, which was one of the very first game shows that he did. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's like, who out there in the audience remembers Blackout? I'm literally the only guy that like whooped for, you know, <laughs> remembering the show. And he's like, oh, one guy. That's about what I expected. That show wasn't very good. It didn't deserve to be remembered. <laughs> But I went up, I saw the announcer, I talked to him, uh, and I'm like, yeah, no, I'm that guy that cheered when uh, Bob made the joke about Blackout. He's like, yeah, I can go try to see if he's back there. Uh, but unfortunately, it was not meant to be. Um, he did give a very touching tribute to Jay Wolpert, though. Aww. Um. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, I know Wolpert was on The Price is Right, but I didn't realize until earlier today because I was trying to remember the name of that damn Earth, Wind, and Fire song that got us our first copyright strike because of Lilags when we did the Jay Wolpert show. Yeah, I'd have to go back and find that. But... Oh, oh no, it was the um, it was the theme from Pie in the Sky, no, which was I the know. Jay Wolpert thing. The specifically right? the name of the song. Oh, um, let's rock. Okay. Who hosted that pilot? Bob Goen. That's when it like ding 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 ding, like <laughs> hit in my head. Um, uh, th th that's when the connection actually like you know clicked and i'm like oh that makes sense why he said what he said uh but he did a very touching tribute to um to jay wolpert and uh, the show was amazing i had a lot of fun um i have a new name tag to go with the other two that that are going to be hanging up in my room um i'm only wearing it tonight for comedic effect sort of um I got this awesome, very comfortable prices right hoodie. I have a photo. I think we might be able to get up um, of the back of it. I might just try to Google one, actually. If I can find one. If not, I'll pull up the picture. Okay. Yeah, I can't find one. Hold on. I'll see if I... I have a picture on my phone. I believe I tweeted it. I may not have. I don't know. Um, I'll get it up in the Discord here, and then we can make magic happen. 
Uh, thread, thread, thread. There we go. All right. Hold on one second. Copy that there. All right. Yes, I'm bald. Yes, my bathroom's a little bit of a mess, but... We have a picture. It's in the uh, private chat there. All right. And I will. I, I, I wouldn't call that bald. I would call that, especially from those angles, more like when Tim Tebow first got to Denver and the rookie hazing haircut. That's what you're kind of rocking right now. Or at least in that picture. Well, it's definitely male baldness. So, but that is the back of the hoodie. It's got the yodely guy on top. They've got, uh, there's the Plinko chip. Uh, forget what's on the bottom. Uh, but it's really comfy. Like, this is a super comfy fucking hoodie. Um, I've worn it so much, I've already washed it twice. Again, no surprise. Um, but yeah, I had to take a picture to uh, show it to somebody else and, uh, but yeah, no, the show was, the show was tons of fun. Um, if, if the price is right, if you're listening, the price is right ever comes to you, uh, in your neck of the woods, they are in the middle of their spring tour right now. They're, I think still going through Florida for the next month. Um, yeah, go see it. It's it's worth the money, honestly. It's a very well put together show. Um, and they pay tribute to the original to all versions of the original show. I mean, I, I know I remember texting a uh, picture of it to to John, uh, but they actually in the pre-show they have this like slideshow going, um, where they kind of warm you up and give you prizes to guess the prizes on. Uh, and they give factoids about the show, and they actually mentioned the original 56 version. I'm glad that they do, because for some reason, that it gets no love. And I don't like that. I'm not the biggest fan in the world of it, no. It doesn't get a lot of love from the original show. You're right about that. Um, or from the new show, I guess you could call it now. You, you know what I mean. Yes, I do know what you mean. We've covered that in depth, and if you want to go back... Oh, yeah, no, Price is Right Month is 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 dead. Long live Price is Right Month on the <laughs> W2M Network. The, the, the month of four-hour shows every week is gone. Uh, this month is a very light month over on Life is Like a Game Show. Thank fuck for that, in the words of Gordon Ramsay. And in more ways than one after what happened in... Um, while, you, while, while you still have your thing to do and that clip to find, I'll go ahead and break that news if you need the time. Oh, yeah. Why don't you tell them how, uh, what we're covering this week on or this month over on Life is Like a Game Show while I continue to attempt to find this clip. So with this a month, and I put it to everybody once we got off air, this particular month, we were in between test matches. We had Price is Right month, all of March. 
And we are doing Press Your Luck Month, at least we plan to. We'll have to tweak that once we get into May. But right in the middle, it's going to be a nice relaxation. Rest days. But we're still going to be covering some big stuff. And it's pertinent for our show next week because it has, so happens to be part of a news desk. So stay tuned. As next week, we will be covering card sharks. But we didn't leave the entire month of April alone. Yes, we have card sharks and we're going to be ending it with let's make a deal. But in the middle, you know it. You love it. We've talked about the current host other ventures and other shows previously here on Point of Viewer. That's right. The middle two weeks of April, right around before and after Easter, Family Feud. We're going to be doing a couple of not as deep dives, but one episode dedicated to the middle years. That is... Syndic not just syndication, but post-Richard Dawson, even his 94 stint, through the beginnings of syndication, all the way up through Steve Harvey's tenure. And then on the 19th, we will be covering the big guns. Dawson and his run, ABC and NBC, probably a little bit more Dawson's CBS run in 94, and, of course, your man Steve Harvey. We'll be dedicating a good chunk of that second episode to him. So stay tuned for April. Life is like a game show Tuesday nights here on the W2M Network. And you'll be glad to know that we're pretty much back at full strength. As League to the Max or Hiatus officially again becomes League to the Max or whatever. We will be back tomorrow night. Wednesday night, we had an idea for soccer to the max, but given that the international break just ended, there could be some big CONCACAF news as far as national team management. So we're going to also go back, and that means I will be doing a Sunday double dip. And of course, back Thursday, yes, the Broadhurst Walk-In Sports Report, Sports in Black and White, will return. We did our special episode for Kansas and Miami. We'll be talking about what happened in the Final Four and National Championship game this week. Especially if Kansas wins, because Harry's going to be excited. And we'll be covering the big NFL news. Yes, including that out of Tampa Bay. So we'll have plenty to talk about. And a week from tonight, next Sunday, we'll be at full strength. And that means Rancid Randy will return as we will continue the greatest game show of all time bracket. Starting from, what's the second round? Yes. <laughs> of all the clips and all the questions in setting up I, I got it. I'm just trying to clip it. Hold on. Okay. I swear. Not mad at you. This is another damn it, Toby. And while you're working on that, I'm going to go ahead and put a bow on the whole uh, YouTube situation. As you know, we have a lot of wonderful shows on this network. Those with myself. Those with my main disembodied, occasionally embodied voice. 
and then the wonderful collection of shows from the big man himself, Mark Radulich. As on Broadhurst Walk and Sports Report, sometimes we do our stream of consciousness. We give updates for a big game we're watching or we're covering, while we also sprinkle in our own bits of commentary and news from the sports world. Other times, and as we started out, we have wonderful alternative commentary to big events and shows, be it playoff games or, in the case of this weekend, WrestleMania. Unfortunately, with WrestleMania, there was a very mild snafu. Little bit of footage from WrestleMania itself bled into a live stream. People freaked out. I got messages sent while I was asleep. I woke up to a mild bit of chaos. The good news is, situation's been rectified. Shouldn't happen again. Bad news is, especially just a couple months out from our hack in dealing with a community guideline strike, now we're dealing with a copyright strike. So if you happen to pay attention to Life is Like a Game Show and things look a little bit different for the next few months, that's the reason why. Also the reason why I have a wonderful, badass intro that or disembodied voice himself pulling his rank of senior producers kind enough to create but well unfortunately youtube didn't like it so we'll have that work around if youtube wasn't the biggest video hosting platform for situations like this where the hell are vimeo and daily motion when you need them okay that link should work Now, on should. <laughs> okay. So now we've got to set up this because it's going to be one of our last things we talk about here on the show. Um. <laughs> you know how I have gotten the main disembodied voice into cricket in recent months. Well, you know, it's like we like to say at times, you are technically correct, the best kind of correct. Last week, the main well, disembodied voice will no longer be heard tonight. <laughs> oh, no, 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 you still will be. All throughout the last week's late night edition, this week's episode, and throughout the week, He's called me a technical motherfucker. And I have just done this. And for our audio-only listeners, my left arm stuck out perpendicular, or really parallel along with my chest, with my fingers spread out, my palm is facing the camera. For those of you who are familiar with cricket, that is a signal from the umpire calling a no ball. This being an infraction... Some bitch, I, I ought to... This being an infraction based upon if the ball passes Ooh, at, an I. at an incorrect height to the batsman. Or if the ball bounces too many times along the pitch more than once. Or if the foot crosses the line of the opposite popping crease 
where the non-striker's end batsman is, the other runner. If the ball fully crosses that line, that is also a no ball. I've mentioned that along with wide deliveries too far outside of usually demarcated lines at the side of the crease, this is a penalty run. And both no balls and wides are usually rebold. And in limited over matches, no balls are also free hits. The most recent famous one, the final group stage match at this year's Women's World Cup in New Zealand. South Africa was originally three off one for an incredible comeback against India, which decided India's fate in the semifinals. The umpires took a careful look at it, and a very crucial ball was called a no ball. This turned three off one into two off two. South Africa won the match despite being a hundred runs down about halfway through their innings. I remember you telling me about this, yes. Yes, India was knocked out. West Indies, who qualified for the semifinal. Australia went on to win their semifinal against the West Indies. South Africa lost to England. Australia crushed England. The highest ever Women's World Cup final total, scoring 356 for two. Australia, your champions. So now, whenever he decides to call me a technical motherfucker, technical some bitch, be careful, technical bastard. Be careful what you wish for, especially, especially when you ask the audience. You get to ask me a question. Actually, see if see if the Twitch audience has a question. Twitch audience, ask Brian a question. I'm totally keeping that. Thanks, Joby. The question is coming from the Twitch audience for Brian in the top right. Bring it on. Yes, some bitches. Toby has yielded to the viewer. Why did I think this is a good idea? You better ask me a question about league or sports, you sub Ask me a question about cricket. What is the maximum number of runs you can score Six. on a single ball in cricket? Six. Six. Agree or disagree? And you said that with such conviction, such force, banging the table. Six. Six. It's six. Disagree. Agree. Agree. Wait for it. I know he's right. I know I'm right. You I know I'm right. Seven. Oh! <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Viewer, explain. You son bitch, you better explain because you told me it was six. <laughs> six on a no ball, sir. That's some bitch in his technicalities. And again, six, if you hit a six on a ball that's either called a no ball or a ball that is called wide, you get the penalty run on top of that. So that is seven runs. You technical sub bitch. <laughs> huh? Fucking, I'm borrowing against my one for next week. They should have <laughs> never gave you niggas cricket.
Sneaky. No buff counts as an extra run. And you asked for a quick request. That's some bitch of his technicalities. <laughs> you are technically correct, the best kind of correct. I owe you a bottle of uh, Jose Cuervo, sir. Don't owe him two. Well, I'd reiterate, we still own the one. All right, man, Mr. Circle. I, uh, <laughs> I kept the clip a little too long, but oh, man. I can't believe you do me like that, man. I told you, even if it was for a, no, for a wide. No, I knew it was a wide. I knew it was wide. I didn't know it was no ball. It's both. So even if it's a wide, that's also a one-run penalty. And yeah, and I realized, runs. and I realized that now. <laughs> <sighs> Some conventions, the ask the host format for FGHS does not work. Well. And some conventions, especially if you have... The conventions where I am allowed to be plastered off of my ass, it works great. And conventions where your celebrities know that they can wear their wonderful costumes like they do on other platforms instead of oversized sweatshirts. Wait, please hold. Uh huh. Mm hmm. It was a very soft, oversized sweatshirt, though, because she gave me a hug. But that's neither here nor there. Um. But yeah, no. When 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 the contestants and the audience actually fully understand and go off the rails with the fact that that show is like. I literally told them the only censorship is don't get me banned on Twitch. Okay. And they're like, well, what'll get you banned on Twitch? And apparently a couple of them are content creators that were like, oh no, this will get this is what'll get you banned on Twitch. They're like, yeah, no, don't don't any of that, none of that, and we're fine. Like you can go as dark as sexual as what the fuck as whatever as you want or you can play it as straight as you want but you can bluff and you can go dark i encourage you to do both and well i mean they, they couldn't really bluff because i wasn't asking them the questions for hollywood squares but right no, the um, it's a fun story how that came to be, how we made that format change. We, um, at a certain undisclosed, unnamed, already seen on stream production company that I may or may not be the head of, <laughs> um, sometimes are particularly lazy with our pre-production planning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we didn't come up with or really more so we didn't print Com combination of both really um questions for the hollywood squares portion of a match game hollywood squares at a certain convention that we will not name okay i was so drunk off of my ass because it was a particularly rough convention which is again why partly it won't be named mm -hmm. um that 
normally in those situations, I will just pull questions out of my head and ask the con- and ask the contestants or not the contestants, ask the audience, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there like trying to ask them a question, and I am just so drunk. Well, I'm not drunk, but I am definitely tipsy enough where I can't think of a true-false question that I could ask immediately off the top of my head. So I decided, hey, fuck it, we're going to invert this. Okay. I'm going to let them ask me a question, and the contestant is going to have to agree or disagree with the response that I give, whether it's Mm -hmm. correct or not. It's still to the it's still true to the format of the show. We're just flip-flopping to steal Price's right reference. <laughs> and it worked. Fantac is like like spectacularly. They were sauced out of their gills. I was sauced out of my gills. The only person that wasn't sauced uh, was John, and even he was sauced. Uh, he had had a few drinks at that point. Um, yeah, no, the, the show was running smoothly. Like, honestly, I think that's probably one of the best uh, MGHSs we've done as a company. Right. But it, 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 I'm like, okay, you know what? Fuck it. This format worked so well. We've done it enough times now where I'm like... Eh, Fuck it, screw it. We're just this is the format we're gonna do every time that we have to do an MGHS. So we've done it a couple more times to varying degrees of success. Mm-hmm. Um we the most recent convention before this, it worked. And then this one, it's like, okay, apparently university conventions want to go very scholastic in the questions and not comedic in the questions, if mm-hmm. you will. Yeah. Um, so for SwampCon moving forward in the future, we're definitely going to have to make sure we have pre-printed questions that we'll ask the celebrities. Okay. Because, um, uh, yes, it was funny, but I tripped over way too much on that. Uh, whatchamacallit, during that, during that show. Yeah, especially when it came to anything like, oh, solving quadratic equations. Look, look, the like, quadratic I said, formula, like I said earlier, cricket, like I said anything earlier, outside of panty and stocking questions. I, I, I look, I, I was like, okay, <laughs> I remember there being a red robot that we had to chase to get her panties back. I'm going to say red. I wasn't even sure that I was going to get that right because that was a tougher. That was definitely a tougher question. And especially the way that she asked that question, I. I the, the the funny thing though is after the show had wrapped, right? They all started asking me league questions. Because <laughs> I'm sitting there like, why didn't you guys ask me like league questions or something like you know video game questions? I would have probably gotten those. And they started asking me like random league questions, and I had like I answered every single one correctly. And I'm like, see, I knew something. <laughs> They're like, shit, we should have asked you league questions. Well, again, and they were also unfortunately due to setup technical difficulties and stuff. I didn't get my normal like 
full 30 minutes to an hour to schmooze the guests to properly prepare them for the show. Mm -hmm. So they were under the impression that they had to make the questions as difficult as possible to get me to get them wrong so that the contestants lose, I guess. I'm question mark. Um, there was a slight breakdown in the understanding of the game mechanics there as well, mm -hmm. um, which I think partly contributed to it. Um, but nonetheless, I think we definitely still need to have printed questions on hand in case that format style goes south at a future convention. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. And again, ah, especially since I'm going to be drudged out of a retirement more, especially later this year. And especially what do you mean drudged out of retirement? Are you saying you don't want to be drudged out of retirement and come you work know, for me? No, you know what I mean. And you know what I mean when I say it's not you that's the problem. Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay, but still. So uh, I take some minor offense to the term drudging, though. Shall we go over the other misadventures of this weekend? Uh, you know what? I'm good. All righty then. So as it stands, especially for things I have going on behind the scenes for conventions later this year that I have to follow up on tomorrow. And especially at that specific venue in coming years. And especially since we have a certain someone's contact info. And hopefully we'll be inviting them to future conventions as well. Then yes. Having an extra host slash person will be good on standby. That and I'm going to have to also go ahead and get on fans leave for that. So yes. Okay, I was having a deer in headlights look because I wasn't sure what you were talking about, and that just put it into context. So thank you. You're welcome. Because I'm about I to say we had like four different possible things going through my head on what that might have meant. So how could you have had four different possible things? Don't ask. Don't ask. Okay, well, I would have thought that it would narrow down, especially since who I gave the shout out to earlier in the episode would have kept that clear. I mean, again, when you made the when you when you made the Fansley reference, I understood what you meant. Mm-hmm. Well, it took I, a I, moment before that, because again, yeah, just like it took a moment to you for you to realize. Oh, wait a minute! You can score seven runs off a ball in cricket. Do I need to uh, uh, get control of the stream yard and uh, you know things? Well, who I mean, can play that game, buddy? Well, I mean, hell, as it is, we're just about to end the show anyway. I'm going into full wrap-up mode. I can see that. Yeah. Um, before you wrap up, I do have a uh, special final thought today. Oh? Yes. Uh, um, all right. Because I, I, I do happen to know that a certain particular person is out there listening in uh, wonderful viewer land. Uh, and I would like to wish Winter a very happy birthday. Oh, I mean, I get the damn camera off of me now. 
I, what? You're, I'm you're being sappy. You're, you're the one, you know, wishing people birthdays, and here I am pandering to like, hey, especially if you happen to watch this when we put it up on YouTube, please comment your acknowledgement as well as subscribing and ringing the bell so that way. You oh get no, I'm getting the acknowledgement right now. Don't worry. What? Yeah. <laughs> You know, when you talk about things and going through people's heads. Would it kill you to just say, hey, drop a comment or things like that? I don't think she's going to drop a comment. No, I, I, my, in, my, my Discord DMs are getting lit up right now, though. Well, I mean. I have thoroughly embarrassed her, which was. Maybe well, 25% of my intent. Well, I mean, you can tell her to go ahead and join the network Discord. A link below in the description. So well, why don't you tell her yourself? Because she's listening, you dumbass. Go ahead. The link is in the description in the video. Go ahead and join the network Discord. If it's not available in the description here, when the video goes up on YouTube tomorrow. Oh, if she wants to join, she can tell me in DMs and I'll send her an invite. So why'd you just go ahead and make me tell her just now? Be because you want to hear yourself talk and get the plug out of the way, so I wasn't going to interrupt you. Well, I mean this Because is apparently that's the only plug that you're fixated on this week, because there's certainly not a cactus shoved up your ass, and I see you rotating, like I told you to do after that cricket question last week. You know how hard And yes, I do know how to bring things full circle. <laughs> You know how hard it is to find cacti, especially here, especially this time of year. Again, I'm the master of bringing things full circle. Now go ahead and get us the hell out of here. Fine. Twitch.tv slash W2Mnet. Thank you for watching. Facebook.com, Twitter.com, YouTube.com, W2M Network. Give us a follow, subscribe, ring the bell. Click the things. Do all of this and that. Thank you for watching there. If you happen to take your podcast orally, Stitcher, Spreaker, Podbean, CastBox, Overcast, rate and review us five stars on Spotify, Apple Pods, Google Pods, iHeartRadio. If you name it, most likely we're on it. Search for Point of Viewer. Search for W2M Network for the entirety of programs available here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, uh, birthday girl says if uh, you can't find a cactus she's more than happy to send you one because where she lives there's plenty and she's out in the midwest and she has no problem donating to the cause her words not mine no, 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 those are her words, and I'll see her, and I'll gladly, you know, send my address if she is so willing to actually follow up on that, then, you know, we can all get together and have a nice chat, nice talk, you know? I wonder if that <laughs> chat is going to involve 10-year <laughs> high school reunions. <laughs> Ah, oh, that was a fun weekend. Ah, uh, yeah, it was. We got fucked up, but man, we had fun.
Oh, yeah, not to mention there was, and I gotta get to this. That roller so, derby thing. The roller derby. Was it the roll? No, no, that wasn't the roller derby. That was no. the arena fo football. Yeah, I was gonna say. Why am I thinking roller derby? Because we did go to a roller derby event on campus. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did the roller derby thing earlier in the day, and in that evening, we had the. Uh, you had your high school reunion, or we had the arena football th thing, and then. What was it the following night was it yeah the following night was your high school reunion so i remember i crashed on the couch that exact couch there at your place yep man those were good times god yes the height in this thing and i'll get to this story on around my birthday because this is when it happened yeah my 10-year high school reunion and my birthday and a convention held here in town lord that was god, a that fun was weekend. a fun weekend yeah God but, uh, world. Yeah, you telling me into thinking that was my 10-year reunion. Next year is going to be my 20th. Yeah, what is... I'm, I'm getting close to 15 now. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, if you happen Cause, to be... Because, excuse me, because 2019 was the 10-year reunion. So, that's what, 2024 is the 15? Yeah, 2024 would be the 15 if they do one. Ah, yes, the year of the Paris Olympics and the U.S. and the West Indies co-hosting the Men's T20 World Cup. Why is it I could throw a, a year at you and you could come back with something sports-related well, and mean, on top of that it not be football? Well, I mean, I know of a lot of things. Hell, we were I was going to say, you were like... How I am the the walking game show encyclopedia. You are the walking sports encyclopedia, and that's not that. that and that isn't even saying that correctly. You are the walking sports almanac. I mean, you're not entirely wrong, and especially when the U.S. West Indies tournament is going to be the first one ever on a twenty-team format as compared to the normal sixteen. So it's pretty significant for multiple reasons. Yes, the ICC went on a big cycle of expansion. The men's 50-over World Cup, the women's 50-over World Cup, the T20 tournaments, all expanding, and a return of the ICC Champions Trophy and T20 Champions Trophy for women. I'll delve into that more, if not on a future episode of Point of View, or probably on a future episode of Broadhurst Walk and Sports Report. Sports in black and white. Thank you. Which... I am on naturally. That's my two. That's my Thursday show. Sundays, right here. Point of viewer. Sometimes soccer to the max. If not Sundays, Wednesdays, Mondays. Starting back tomorrow, we will change places. As I will be the disembodied voice, and the main disembodied voice will embody himself as we. Uh, talk about all sorts of things to catch up on the league probably or whatever probably still in the same hoodie after having been moshed again tomorrow again not surprised it's not... comfy well i uh, needless to say if things go right in about a month or so i may no longer have to be the disembodied voice What do you mean? Stay tuned. Apparently, we'll have to talk about that. Uh, I, 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 developments to be speaking spoken of off air. 
Yes, so there's that. Dude, you know I hate surprises. I know, we'll discuss. I'm waiting on something maybe still coming in the mail. Um, Tuesdays, Life is Like a Game Show. We talked about that. So, yeah, that's where you'll see me. And if you're looking for me on social media, at SuperViewer, undergo the proper and thorough vetting process. You will be glad you did. Um, meanwhile, as uh, you have to go attend to things, I can stall for a couple of minutes with a plug. No, you can go ahead, do yours, and wrap up, so that way I can attend to things afterwards. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, point of viewer here, Sunday nights. Uh, Monday nights, we have League to the Max or whatever, uh, where I talk about all things professional League of Legends, mostly North America. Uh, we have a lot to catch up on in the uh, couple of week hiatus uh, playoffs. The first half of playoffs was uh, this weekend. Uh, so we're going to be talking about playoff standings, playoffs implications, MSI, the uh, the T1 miracle run, so to speak. Um, there's been some drama with TSM. There's been some drama on Cloud9. Uh, a lot of shit going on in the league. Um yeah, a lot of shit going on in the league. Um, we'll be like I said, the main thing we'll be talking about is North American playoffs, uh, TSM drama with the whole them not making playoffs. There's some C9 stuff going on. I remember reading about. Um, we're definitely gonna be talking about MSI implications at this point because there are some regions where uh, MSI representatives are already locked. So, yes, we have MSI coming up, so expect the uh, world's treatment to a lesser extent for MSI as well. The international tournament treatment, as we'll be calling it. Um, so more frequency, uh, higher frequency shows when possible. Uh, live tweeting the whole nine yards. Um, be looking at forecasting for summer pretty soon here. We're going to have to start talking about summer split. Uh, we'll get, I th believe it's like a month off uh, in most regions. But anyways, uh, life is like a game show. Uh, Tuesday, or sorry, yeah, Tuesday nights. Uh, again, I know Eric covered it earlier while I was trying to do the clip. But uh, we've got a pretty large uh, news desk uh, full of items coming up. Um, that's it. That's where you can find me. Uh, I'm at the Andesian on Twitter. Uh, come find me there. There's also the uh, Not Safe for Work Twitter that I really don't really use, to be honest, because uh, nobody's followed me there yet. Um, so slide into the DMs, strict thorough vetting process, yada, yada, yada. Uh, this has been Point of Viewer. I've got to go to the bathroom. Viewer is being summoned. So uh, have a good night. Don't be a dick. We'll see you next week. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.